Welcome to the Heat Observer podcast brought to you by Modoc County Tobacco Policy and Education Program, California Tobacco Control, and the Health Education About Tobacco Coalition, funded by California Prop 56 and Prop 99 tax funds. I am your host, Michael Picot, and I am the Coalition and Community Engagement Coordinator and Media Specialist. So today we actually have a special returning guest with us. So please help me welcome back Kristen Budmark. Welcome back. Thank you, Michael. And it's I'm super excited to be here. Um, just tying up loose ends at this for the school year, about to graduate our seniors, and just thank you for having me back. I appreciate it. So we did a podcast about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we and, did. And we talked about um, school policy about tobacco. So let's just remind the guest or the the listeners what your position is at Modoc High School. Okay, so um, unfortunately, as far as like vaping, when we talked last, Michael, it was we knew it was we knew it was getting bad, um, and it has since picked up speed and increased. We have put vaping detectors in our in our restrooms. Um, and what, what do those what do those detectors do? So they measure um, vape, but they measure um, different different levels of that. And so even, and, and you are able to um, modify the detection for, you know, either strong or I guess weaker vaping. Um, I don't, I don't know what the scientific term is for that, but, okay. um, and our, our maintenance department checks them daily in the morning. They work, they work well, but there's also workarounds like anything else. And we're, we're not done. We know that that's, that happens. Um, but ultimately it's like Modoc High School doesn't want to, our, we don't want to like, Ooh, we got you. We caught you. It's more yes. like, why are you doing that? Like if you are, if you are vaping, there's a reason that you're doing it. And, yes. um, big tobacco has, they are so potent and they are, they are so much stronger than just cigarettes. If, if we're just talking nicotine, cause you can vape pretty much anything. Um, yes. But it, and sometimes you don't even know what you're vaping. Well, a lot of times you don't because kids will here take take a take a puff or whatever you call it. That's what they're called puff bars, the, the ones you throw mm-hmm. away. But it's for us, the bigger issue is trying to do the SELP, social emotional learning, as far as like why are you doing that? What in your life makes you think that you have to vape? And it's easy to get addicted. And they are, they are addicted. And there's, you know, there's times where like, I will, somebody will be caught vaping and I will say, you know, cause, because our policy is I take that vape mm-hmm. when that happens. Yes. And they, we've had a couple of times where you could just see like the addiction on their face was like, no, you're not taking that. I paid $25 for that. It's, you know, ultimately we take it, but it's like the look of panic is like, well, where am I going to get my next hit or whatever? Um, yeah. So, so basically what happens is that their first offense, we have different, different offenses, but first offense, they have a Saturday school Um, parents come in and we have that meeting. We also have um, worked with the multiple resources. Um, we have the Modoc County diversion program. And yes. so it's just, we, we still have that going and we ran two rounds of that this year. I'm so like pleased with, the resources that have been able to be pulled together for that. We've got um, APD is on board, probation is on board. We've got um, 
MMC has come in to do some informational things, behavioral health, public health. It's it's really turned into a place where the kids are able to open up and discuss things, um, not just about the vaping epidemic, but just about why are you doing it? Like what's happening from that? We've got some really good counseling services started from that where kids have made the decision, hey, I, I need to get some counseling here because they've started to realize it's not just there's more to the story. I guess there's more to the psychological pool of vaping. So yeah. that's what we're And and I know um, it, just in, in my family, it, uh, addiction hits close to home, and vaping, especially menthol vapes. Yeah. These days, they don't know what it's like to actually smoke a cigarette mm -mm. because they never have. They don't know that it hurts because when you use a vape device especially when it's menthol that menthol numbs your throat it's a good feeling you can't mm -hmm. even taste what you're doing and these pods you know they're just they're just sucking through these pods i say sucking through them because that's what they're doing they're sucking through them in a day or less right oh absolutely it's um we and the, you know like i remember it used to be like taboo to smoke or whatever because it's just the smell it gets in your hair it gets on your fingers it stains everything it is not like it anymore and like you said i mean it, it it numbs your throat but there isn't that like smoky smell anymore it's a fruity smell or it's a minty smell or it's it you know like perfumey smell and it's not yeah it, they don't even they don't even realize how bad it is for them. So we've taken also the educational stance of just trying to like inform them. And you can see when you're giving our kiddos the facts, you can see that they're like, oh my gosh. But but when you're addicted to something, you know this as well as I do, Michael, it does, it, it's words and it falls on deaf ears, you know? And, yes. and, and it it's a, it's a gateway. I know people can argue with me all they want. I have my my beliefs on that. Um, I, I spoke mm -hmm. last week about my sister who passed from addiction and hardcore addictions in my family as well. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, there was, let's just put it like this. There wasn't one addict in my family who's passed away. And there's been a lot who didn't start with cigarettes. Yes. And in this case, it's yeah. So it, it's just, it, it's a lot. So do you, so last year when we talked, I know it was, it was during COVID. It wasn't the highest epidemic of COVID, but kids were still kind of half and half some going to school some doing distance learning yeah pretty much everybody is on site mostly right now going oh, to school absolutely yes we're all here so so would you say that there is an increase because of that you're just yeah. seeing more of it um here's the deal i know that it's there and i know mm -hmm. that it's happening but it's it, it's like anything else, they get they get better about hiding it and they get yes. better. So and that's what's going on. And so for me, it's like the biggest piece is developing those relationships with our kiddos. And so I don't even know how to say this, but um, I know that they're doing it and I know that it's occurring on our campus. We all know that. Um, yes. But it's at this point in time, it's about developing those relationships so we can go deeper into the, the why of why you're doing that. Um, I don't ultimately think they want to look at us and be like, well, you know, F you, we're going to do this anyway. I think a lot of them, I mean, there are those that mm -hmm. maybe would think that, but I think mm -hmm. a lot of them are addicted, Michael, and they don't know how to stop. Yeah. That's and I, the there's, there's so much more at stake now. There really is. It's so much more harmful than it used to be. And the way that big tobacco is luring in 
kids and young adults um, yep. with the special advertising and flavors. It's just, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like, like it. Um, I don't know how to stop it except for just playing my part and keep trucking along and giving people information and, and working with people like you and other agencies. Um, I do appreciate that because the kids, that's where it starts. Oh, absolutely. And I, you know, and I, I, I feel like, I mean, like I said, relationship is the biggest piece, but they need to know, and then they need to have the supports because when they get started, I mean, you know, when you're a teenager, you you think you're, <laughs> there's nothing that's going to suck you in or hook you in or whatever. And I think what's been happening is this is, and, and you don't just see it. You see it for like, when they're in the classroom and they want to leave, um, it's because we are, we also are on a block schedule. So, you know, we've taken other mechanisms like where they sign out to go to class and that type of thing, vaping detectors in the restrooms, but it's, um, they, it's, they crave it. And that's, yes. you know, that's where we are. And so the biggest part of that is just letting them know that we care and that, you know, it's not about ooh, who, who we caught you. It's about, well, why are you doing this? And let's make a plan to stop doing it, whatever that looks yes. like. So that is wonderful. I love it. I love it. So it's the end of the year at the school. I know we're so it's it's the best. Well, I hate to say that, but it is. It's the time of celebration. Um, we have the senior walk today, so we're going to the elementary school at twelve thirty to walk watch oh. them parade through. Um, yeah, and we're just we're super excited. And I, you know, I hope we've done our part as far as all obviously all academics and SEL, but just planting those seeds that we we love our kids and and you know they they have a special place in our heart and we they can always come home if they want to be. We want them to go away and do their thing, and if they want to come back. Mm -hmm. We welcome them with open arms. Yes, that's wonderful. I love that. I love that. So also, Kristen is our Heat Coalition Spotlight member for this quarter. Really? So I have a few questions to ask you, and um, it's a little bit fun. We're not going to talk about some bad stuff, but okay. so your occupation and title, is it still, you tell me what it is. What is your okay. occupation and title? So right now I am the assistant principal and athletic director of Modoc High School. And I also um, am the assistant principal of our opportunity sites across the street. So High Desert and Warner High School. So that, nice. that is in a nutshell what I do. Many hats. Yes. Well, like you, I mean, I think when we're in a small um, town, a small community, we just get good at lots of different things. Yes. Yes. So when did you join the Heat Coalition? How long ago did you join? That was my first year here. So that would have been back in 2016. So I've been a part of it for this is almost six years now. Six years. Why did you join the Heat Coalition? Did you have your reasons? Well, so here's the other the other piece of that, too, is that um, part of athletics and, and is overseeing all of that, but also just wanting to be a part of a community and to support our kids. And I think we're all really like minded in trying to do what's best for kids. And that is what heat is about, is doing what's best for our, our you know, our community. So, um, well, and I, I love that. I love that it's, you know, doing our part and everybody has to do their part. And, and that's what the heat coalition is about. Absolutely. So um, what is your vision and and what things really interest you in the Heat Coalition? Do you have a certain I know because everybody is a member and everybody has their own opinions on what they think is the most important thing to work on. What is what is yours? So I think one of the beauties of living 
in a small community is being able to use all of your resources. And we have some really amazing resources at our fingertips where it, when it comes to the HEAT Coalition. Um, I, I know I just previously said that we become experts in many different areas, but I don't know that we're experts. I just know that we come with pieces of expertise. And when we all work together, we're able to plug those holes and create, you know, innovative things that, that would help our kids and help our community. And so I, the, the best part for me is just that everybody in that coalition loves kids. They love our community and they want to see our kids do well, whatever that looks like. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, here's some fun stuff in your spare time. What do you like to do? Ooh, what do I like to do? I love yoga. I like to walk. Um, I like to walk outside because the treadmill is not my favorite thing. And then I'm trying, I love to fish. I didn't know I liked to fish, but I, re I figured that out about two years ago. So, um, and then I'm currently trying to talk Dom into purchasing a pontoon boat. So we oh, can tell the kids out. So fun, yeah. fun. Yeah. And I love to be, I don't know. Um, I always say that I, if I could do anything and make a living, I would love to be like a Walmart greeter and talk to people and solve all their problems. So I like to do that too. I'm a pretty social person. Perfect. Do you have a favorite book? <laughs> oh, I taught English for 19 years. So I have many favorite books, but I would have to say, Michael, I can't, I feel guilty if I say just one. So I don't have a favorite. I have many favorites. How about that? You have many. How about, do you have a, do you have a, a, an author that you really love? I love Brene Brown and she's not like, she's not obviously not a classic writer, but she is, she is about making the human existence better. And so mm -hmm. I highly believe in that. So she is my favorite um, writer and podcaster. Nice. Do you have a favorite movie right now? Favorite movie right now, or, or of all time? I okay, mean, like we have our favorites. We do. Okay, so all time favorite movie, Steel Magnolias. Oh, yeah. And my my oldest daughter's name is Shelby, and it's because mm -hmm. of that movie that I named her Shelby. So oh, just, that's really neat. Yeah. So I can watch that movie over and over and over again. I love it. So yeah, that's oh, my favorite. Movie. Nice. And then the last question, and we're asking all of our spotlight members the same thing: Does pineapple belong on a pizza? For me personally, I would say yes, because I love savory, sweet things. So it works perfectly for me. Yes. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. So our next Heat Observer newsletter will be posted on our Facebook page in the next few weeks. So be sure to go and check that out. If you have any questions regarding quitting, you can go to our Facebook page and send us a message, or you can click on the message button on the podcast and tell us what you think. Your comment may be used in a future episode. As always, we will have links to information in today's episode on our website and our Facebook page. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it.